Welcome to The Ether. Today is Monday, April 11th, 2022. This episode of The Ether is brought to you by Talus. Talus Protocol is the NFT platform for independent artists on Terra. Talus helps to provide artists with the tools and resources needed to transition from traditional art into the NFT world. With their V1 launch coming soon, Talus will be the place to see real-world art reflected on Terra. Be sure to join their Telegram and follow Talus on Twitter for updates on their roadmap, validator, and other Talus news. Find your next favorite artist on talus.art. This episode of the Ether is also brought to you by Orbital Command, a community validator on Terra dedicated to educating, expanding, and promoting the lunatic community. Follow Orbital Command on Twitter using the link in the show notes to receive regular threads on Terra protocols and yield strategies, news, resources, and Twitter space discussions. You can also support their community efforts by considering them next time you're delegating or redelegating your Luna. Find out more at orbitalcommand.io. TerraSpaces appreciates the support from all our sponsors. Today on the Ether, it's the XDeFi AMA, hosted by Orbital Command. Let's take a listen. It was so peculiar because I was on there and there were people coming and I was doing an introduction and then you messaged me privately and you were like, come on the space. I'm like, I'm on it. I'm running one. <laughs> you were like, I was like, what? <laughs> and I was like, okay, I'll just log out of this one, not realizing that that would obliterate the space that we were currently uh, on. Well, it would have so, done it if I had logged out as well then, presumably. Uh, I'm just don't share. We're getting that people. Thank you for your patience. Right, so you... Oh, what a command. We have a new logo. Oh, not a new one, but we've got a new updated one on the Twitter. That looks fresh. Oh, yeah. I like that. Although it's quite hard to read. You can see Orbital, but I can't really read the command at all. Really? I can see the whole thing. Well, I mean, I can see it, but it's just small. Oh, yeah, gotcha. Okay. All right, share that. Doing that. Do you want to obviously let few people know we're going to be talking to uh, XDFI in about 15 minutes? And so, in the next 15 minutes, uh, we'll have a little conversation around the TerraDAP Expo, which is taking place in June on the 9th and 10th, Austin, Texas. And we will uh, discuss just a couple of things about that and maybe answer a couple of questions just to uh, keep everyone in the loop. Can you, in the meantime, I was going to ask you what. What is exciting you the most about the upcoming TDX? And are you even going to definitely be there? I'm still, I mean, I want to be there. I expect to be there. Yeah. But there are a few hurdles to, to clear. Yeah, I am certainly working on it. Obviously, being from Australia, it is a little bit trickier to get in and out of my country. Um, some of the rules here are quite strict, particularly uh, in Queensland at the moment. For whatever reason, we have some... Uh, some mm, like necessary quarantine type rules which make will make this trip quite expensive and will also uh, mean that I probably have to be locked up for a period of two weeks. So that's not something that I'm overly keen on doing. Um, 
but I am very keen to get to Texas. And so I'm working on uh, how I can figure that out. I might actually go there for a month, to be honest. I might head to um, Mexico too. For those who don't know, the guys at Loop, uh, Loop Ventures and Loop Finance are actually hosting a hackathon. I believe it's in uh, Chulum, Tulum. I don't know how you say it, but that's a couple of weeks after. So I might even stay in Mexico for a bit um, and go to that too. But I am, to answer your question, Rebel, you said, you know, what am I excited about? Uh, I think just all of the things that we haven't yet released yet, you know, obviously you and I are jumping onto a couple of calls this week. I'm talking with Dunku to release some alpha. You're talking with the guys at Terabytes to release, release some anchor. Release some anchor. <laughs> we'll drop the anchor. What, is that what I just said? <laughs> drop the anchor. Uh, release some alpha is what I'm trying to say. Jeez, it's six in the morning for me. Come on. Give me a break. Um, look, so there's lots of things that we haven't yet released, but a lot of that, the, the fun activities around that whole week of Teradata Expo or what excite me. And I think we could probably release a couple of them, do you think? Well, first of all, how about this bit of alpha? When are you are you doing a live with Danku or are you is it a recorded thing? When have you recorded it yet? When are you going to be recording it? Yeah, so we're having a conversation on Friday, so in three days or Friday my time, so three days from now. And I've got to double check with them. I don't know if it's live or if it is recorded, but um, yeah, it's just a half hour conversation with Dunker on the Friday. Okay, cool. Cool. Yeah. Yes. What's the bit of, bit of alpha you were just referencing or referring to rather? Say again? Oh, the, so I, I, what was terabytes are doing something tomorrow okay. in about not quite, in a bit less than 24 hours. And I, and I was under the impression it was going to be live, but maybe, I don't know. But hopefully I'll be jumping on with them and going to have a discussion. We'll see. Yeah, I saw the chat. I think that is a live one. That was That's 2 a.m. my time, hence uh, attending that might be a little bit. A little bit tricky, yeah. A little bit tricky. But, um, look, I'm really excited to catch up with, you know, a 1,000-plus lunatics. I'm, a, I'm, ca- I'm excited to actually ca- meet all the people. You know, we've been talking to DAPS uh, relentlessly for the last few weeks, and we've now basically hit caps, over 50-plus DAPS, who are in attendance. And so I'm really, I'm really looking forward to meeting the teams in person who, who we've been speaking with um, and just seeing it come together. You know, there's so much work that's happening behind the scenes, Rebel, and I'm just really excited to see it manifest and materialise. And um, it's, yeah, just I think do, do putting this event on, and I've done some events in the past, but this, is, this will be the biggest yet and the amount of work that's happening to make it happen. Um, like it's. You know, obviously, I'm, sp- I'm preaching to the choir here. You're aware. Um, and I think just seeing that is what I'm looking forward to most. Yourself? Well, I mean, to be quite honest, when Shah started talking about putting the event on, I was thinking, yes, yeah, sounds cool. And then we, when we started looking for venues, I mean, I thought the venues we were looking at were cool. I thought they were kind of big. But... Mm-hmm. In a sense, they're tiny now because there's no way we could have done what we are doing in the initial venues we were looking at. Um, I was that's correct. I was initially sort of concerned about are we going to get enough projects to sort of sign up for this? And now mm-hmm. I mean, we've hit literally we are turning projects away, which I mean I don't necessarily like turning anyone away, but like there's 50 different projects who are going to be there from some mega sponsors. Yes. Um, organizations like hashed sponsoring the event to sort of newer projects coming through i think it's a really nice mixture of sort of 
OGs and new <laughs> NGs coming through. Yes, new Gs. Yeah, we've got we've got you know some really big uh, groups coming on board. Uh, one of the can can say one of the major sponsors of the event is actually going to be Loop. Um, we've got Alice. We've got you know. Uh, Lavana, we've got man, there's uh, Orion, there's heaps, and then we've got these, uh, as you said, the, the new G's are coming on board, and it's YG's, yeah, this, <laughs> the young G's, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, and then the obviously, I think a lot of thing that people don't realise is there is or there are rather two other events happening that same week. So you've got DecentralCon on the seventh, eighth of june um so that's happening the two days before us we are on the 9th and 10th and consensus is running from the 9th to the 12th and so if you are in that in that space or in that city for for that amount of time you've got uh multiple events to attend outside of just uh our own tdx so you can really make it worth your while if you're traveling from abroad Um, and yeah it's just i think you know, I want to, I just, yeah, I think the after party is going to be awesome. We've got a few different after parties being organized by uh, different groups, people that have been involved with uh, previous events, mm. T5 Alpha being one of them. T5 Alpha is one of the main partners with us for this event. Um, but, yeah, at the, at the risk of divulging too much, I'm going to try and bite my tongue here because, obviously, you're speaking with Terabytes and I'm speaking with Tanku later this week. But um, accommodation is that's something that we'll be addressing as well. You know, talking about options of where people can stay, uh, talking about you know, I guess places where you can attempt to find some better deals to get over there in the first place, um, and then things to do, you know, things to do outside the event as well as in the event. So there's there's a lot of thought going into this. Yeah, one hundred percent. If anyone's got anything they want to ask or such about tdx you're more than welcome to come on up the x defi guys should be dropping in in the next five minutes or so so hopefully we'll have some interesting chat with them when they come looks like shah has jumped on we've just been talking a little bit of tdx shah if there's anything you want to say to the crew just now oh, he's jumping on approach bring him up let's get the captain on the captain can you hear us? Yo, I heard TDX going to be the shit. Can you confirm these claims? <laughs> no doubt. <laughs> it's going to be the bomb. I tell you, tell you what I was actually watching just recently, not just recently, like as in the, within the last couple of hours, I put on um, the original T-Fi Alpha and I was watching Shark or Evan bring Shark on and then chuck Shark off when Do came on. But man, you looked hyped. You looked hyped that night. That's, that's what I want to see for the for the duration, the forty eight hours of TDX. It's gonna be crazy. I feel like Shah's always hyped. That's his default. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the first, the first time I saw Shah, I think you were the same rebel. The first time I saw Shah was on uh, the Mighty Whale podcast with our friend Breezy. And you get those two guys on a call together. That is almost too much hype to handle. Big laughs. And just obviously a lot of enthusiasm about the ecosystem and the space overall. It's amazing how uh, how quickly the space is growing. To be honest, I'm so I'm so thankful to be part of it, and so blessed to be you know now working with the OC team, bringing events like TDX to the people, you know, by the people, for the people. Wait, what's the saying? For the people, 
by the people. That's right. It's like FUBU, but for for dads. <laughs> The funny thing is, like, I've watched. <laughs> I've, I've watched uh, on like various podcasts and that, and they sort of go, "Oh man, yeah, when did you get into the ecosystem?" He, he never like gives a sort of actual date when he got into it. It's just like, "Oh yeah, kind of got in early," but like, how early is early? That's the thing. Oh man, we we asking them tough questions, huh? Them real, you want some real talk? <laughs> Uh, I got into, I got into crypto in 14 and then I got, I found Terra like summer of 2020, but I didn't really start like going hard until like maybe like November or December, but it was still on a dollar. So <laughs> going in hard, man. <laughs> it's it worked out well. It worked out well. When you hear people that were in this space, you know, like I jumped in in 2016 and some people are like, oh, wow, you're an OG. And then two years, the difference two years can make, jumping in at two, four, uh, 2014, it's like I'm an OG, but you're like a, you're a wizard. You're, you're the Gandalf. You're the, you're the. <laughs> no, dude, I meet people that are like, oh, yeah, I found Bitcoin like 11, you know. I'm like, wow. They're like, yeah. They were like literally like single digits. You know, like nine dollars they were buying Bitcoin. Like that's like crazy OG status. One of my favorite video one of my favorite things to do is watch people like having those little meltdowns sell you know, when Bitcoin's like dropping from like whatever, ten bucks or something real low. And they're like, Oh no, I told you the dream's over, it's dead. <laughs> this is like Yeah, yeah, those are the best <laughs> the best videos ever. Or the tweets. <laughs> Oh yeah, that, and that guy that gets roasted like every every year, sweet resurfaces about. I think he sold it like two bucks or whatever it was. Um, anyway, bless their little cotton socks. It's part of the game, isn't it? It's part of the game. If we all had twenty, if we all had uh, the ability to see into the future, you know, we'd probably never have sold the things that we have in the past. And it's just twenty twenty. Uh, hindsight's always twenty twenty. So, but um, PDX is there anything that you're specifically wanting to drop on this little quick. Chat here, uh, Shab, before we have the other guys on. Uh, let's see. I'll drop I'll drop whatever alpha I have for this select group of fine individuals that have hopped on this Twitter space. So One Planet is making these like sick, sick ass NFTs that you basically like um, you go around in some of the different booths and you get like these like unique NFTs from different dApps. And then you go into the NFT museum and you can forge them together into like, like basically like a Voltron NFT, like robot. And everyone's going to have unique ones because you're going to have visited different dApps. And I think they're only going to make at the event. So there's only going to be at maximum the amount of attendees at the event, like number of NFTs. So those are going to be like super unique and super rare NFTs. And uh, what else? Um, I just got confirmation that DK is going to be coming to the event virtually. He's going to be speaking at the T5 Alpha event. He's going to stream in and drop some like super hot uh, alpha about the Terra ecosystem. So mm. that's another bit of rare alpha there. Um, there's going to be at least five dApps that you've never heard of before. Um, that are going to be like coming to the event 
one of them is the same company that's like uh, incubating Derby Stars, which I think arguably is one of the biggest and hottest NFT projects uh, in Terra and like most highly awaited or anticipated ones. They're incubating another one that's coming out that might come out like next month, at least announced, like come out to the world. But I think they're going to like, you know, bring the team and some cool ass NFT shit to the event. So I don't know. There's going to be a lot, a lot of cool shit at the event. There is. We were just saying that before, uh, Rebel and I just how he's chatting with the Terabytes guys tomorrow. I'll be chatting with Dunku later this week, and we're planning on revealing all by the end of this week, or at least the majority. And those are some great little nuggets here. I didn't know. I didn't even know the bit about Doe, so that's awesome. That one was like kind of in the works, but then kind of hot off the press, uh, like from a few hours ago, that that's essentially going to happen. That's freaky fresh, and obviously it makes way more sense for him to join digitally then or virtually rather than in person obviously with all the SEC stuff and all that going on in the background so it's good of him to uh to join us regardless whether it's in person or, or on a screen and galactic punks are coming in hot as well the, like <laughs> there's tons of brainstorming going on they're not 100 percent sure what they're going to do yet but they're coming we're doing something it's going to be big galactic punks mate you are you are in the thick of it aren't you you are What's your what's your official role there? You're a I'm in the I'm a council member in the finance nebula. Oof. So like we're really trying to sort of drive things on. We've got loads of like different nebulas, an NFT nebula, a marketing nebula, education nebula, and the finance nebula. And we also sort of have different tasks that we're supposed to fulfill. Can you imagine just signing that? You know, when you travel internationally and they say, you know, what's your occupation? You're like, I'm on the finance council for the for the nebula. For the, it just looks super cool. Dude, I was in the shop yesterday. I was wearing my um, JPEG apparel hoodie and it's got a big print of um, Rebel DeFi on it. Yes. And the guy behind the counter was like, he, he did like, he was like an older guy. Um, he must be in his 50s or so. And he was like, what, what, what is that? And like, I was kind of taken aback a little bit. I was like, oh, it's, oh, it's, a, it's a galactic punk NFT. And he just kind of smiled. Right. And with that comic vignette, we've got Emil from the XDFi team. So we'll just bring Emil up. Yeah, I've got him coming up as we speak. Okay, cool. And I might let go of our Captain Shah here, unless Shah's planning on speaking as well. There we go. He's gone. He's gone. Yeah, it was nice of him to drop in for a little bit. Um, now, as is sometimes the way with Twitter spaces, you can end up on a Twitter space at the same time as Sefi in which case you end up with quite a small live audience. But I'm not sure if Sefi is doing a space, but there are two other, at least two other Terra-focused Twitter spaces on right now. And Finn is recording. He's across all three of them. don't know how he does that, but he's doing it. What we'll do is we'll let Finn know too, seeing as this is now the XDFi conversation that's about to be had. Everything that's preceded this, we'd love to probably leave that out of the main content and that alpha that we just dropped for the TDX can stay with the people who were on the call with us spending the time. Awesome. And with that, then we'll welcome Emil from hey the XDFi project team to the Twitter space. Hi, Emil. Thanks for having me. How are you doing? Not at all. Yeah, good. Thanks. Thanks for joining. Um, it's great that we've actually managed to schedule this because there was a few different tries that we had. One time XDFi cancelled on us. One time we cancelled on them, but third time lucky. We're both here, so that's great. Thanks for being here. 
of course. Is there anyone else from your team coming up or are you going to be fielding all the questions yourself? No, I think it's going to be just me. Okay, cool, cool. Well, just to sort of start things off, I mean, some people may well know all about the XDeFi project, others maybe not so much. So would you be able to tell us a little bit about how your team came together and why you decided to work together, basically? Had you known each other for a while? Yeah, yeah, for sure. So so basically, can you hear me properly? Yes, sounds good. Okay, perfect. My internet's not not the best. Um, Okay, so, well, basically, um, at first, uh, can you hear me still? Yeah, a little bit quiet, but uh, like, yeah, yeah, it's fine. um, I think it's my, uh, give me just one sec. Sure. Good now? Yeah, I mean, I've Good been now? having some internet issues. That's that's better, actually. Okay, yes. cool. So, I mean, so basically, like, um, uh, D- David and uh, and uh, and myself were good friends for a long time, interested about crypto since 2015. And uh, and the Ethereum ICO, we, we worked together later down the road, like, uh, for, for, for a few projects uh, that we launched with, with BCG back in the days. And um, and since then, you know, we've we've been uh, we've been discussing about like blockchain in general. And uh, at first, we were quite focused on Ethereum, uh, but I think we kind of changed a little bit like um, our views on uh, on the entire space back in 2019. Seeing like that there were like a few projects out there that were building really compelling compelling uh, stuff. So. Uh, at the time, we we looked, you know, as investors, kind of what would be the the, the next play when it comes to a to a to a multi-chain world, and that's when we we discovered Torchain at the end of 2019. Uh, so we were both early investors in Torchain, and um, in 2020 we started thinking a bit about okay, how can we like create uh, products that are going to be you know supporting the the the, the multi-chain ecosystem and more specifically Torchain, because we were obviously close to the team and uh, uh, we had an incentive uh, from a financial point of view to, to see this, uh, this project thrive. So at the time, you know, like uh, there, there were a few things that we, that we wanted to do, but one of them were, was standing out and that was like a, a wallet infrastructure that will allow any person that wants to interact with UI interfaces powered by Torchain to do so. And, uh, you know, we looked at the market, there was MetaMask as an extension, but basically, that, that 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 was pretty much it. And obviously, it's only like uh, focusing on EVM-based networks. So, really, there was a, a real need for uh, the Torchain ecosystem to to to, to work out uh, for wallet provider out there that would be multi-chain from the ground up. So that's when we had the idea of actually creating a XDeFi wallet. Uh, we had the, the support from uh, from the Torchain team, and yeah, it started like that. Just David and myself, like trying to build a product that we would use ourselves. And um, and then, like you know, we 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 raised funds. We uh, we we built a team around it, and now we are around forty people working on on, on XDFI. So that, that that's how it started originally. Awesome! Thank you very much for that introduction. So, yeah, for for anyone that is unaware of XDFI, it's essentially, or my understanding of it, is it's a, a multi-chain wallet solution that can also be used on Terra from my sort of little experimentation i've done with it i really like the feel the way it looks the way it connects to sites it feels quite intuitive um albeit almost a little bit scary trying something that's not terra station um that was so it did take me a little while but sort of from my introduction into what xd5 was before i actually sort of tried it for myself kind of like when i first heard about bitcoin I didn't go and buy it straight away, but just after a little bit of exposure, learning more about it, I thought, wow, I really need to to get into this. So that's kind of how, how I felt 
about ex-DeFi. What, what would you say, Emil, to people who've maybe been into DeFi for a few months, they're loving the way sort of Terra feels, they love the UI of the, the different products. Why should people like these maybe give ex-DeFi a try? So I think that like there, there was always kind of an overlap um, between Torchain and Terra, uh, which is pretty obvious since both are, you know, like pushing decentralization to, um, to, a, to a place where it hasn't really been before. And I think they are complementary, like, uh, for, for, for plenty of, in plenty of different situations, obviously, like with the use of UST. So I think for us, uh, uh, as our community was obviously like really, uh, uh focused on, on Torchain, more and more people were asking for us to support Terra. Obviously, we had already like experience with the Cosmos ecosystem with Torchain. So it was kind of a no brainer to go for, for, for Terra, for, um, for, for, for Terra as, uh, as the next integration and try to really like, uh, um, go in depth when, when it comes to integrating natively some features that will be helpful to the Terra community. So it started by obviously like integrating Terra itself. Then we added uh, uh, the ability to deposit some UST into Anchor without leaving the wallet. And then uh, we started like uh, 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 thinking about, okay, what can we do for users uh, uh, that is not in interstation as of today? And I um, mean, in the, in the extension itself. So we added like a support for Astroport. And now we are finishing the integration of Wormhole. So basically what's going to happen is that uh, in the next two to three weeks, you're going to be able to bridge any asset from any chain uh, to, uh, Terra, to, uh, to Terra uh, without having to leave the wallet. Now, I think what's interesting is that like a lot of people are being onboarded into, into uh, blockchain in general with Terra because the UX is much more simplified compared to, for instance, Ethereum. And I think uh, uh, when uh, it does, uh, it opens like new opportunities for these people, right? First, they see Terra, then they look at what, what the, 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 the Cosmos ecosystem has to offer, such as, you know, I mean, there are plenty of different things that are really cool that are being built. Obviously, Osmosis right now is, is pretty big, but it's not the only one. So I think XDeFi uh, uh, will be kind of the bridge between Terra and other chains and allow people to easily basically navigate across these different ecosystems and allow them to discover new things, right? Like, you, you, you start by discovering one thing. For me, it was Ethereum. And then you start being curious and see, okay, maybe there, there are opportunities that I uh, would like to explore on other ecosystems. But as of today, if you are using just TerraStation, for instance, or Leap, you're not going to be able to, um, to actually use the same product to interact with uh, other blockchain. So what XDeFi is really trying to do is to create like a UX that is quite similar to what you would have like on Coinbase, Kraken, or Binance, except that it's going to be in a decentralized way. All these centralized uh, venues are obviously multi-chain by nature. The multi-chain side of things is abstracted, and this is what we're trying to do, obviously, in a permissionless way at XDeFi level. So o opening opportunities to people and, uh, and, uh, and obviously, like, uh, uh, you know, benefiting from, uh, from, uh, from natively, like, uh, integrated features. So obviously, we started by, uh, um, by, um, by Anchor and the Astroports and now Wormhole, but there will be, like, others in the future. Wow. That sounds pretty interesting to me in the sense that I've got some assets over on Polygon that I've just kind of left there and I keep thinking I need to go and sort that out. But I just can't even be bothered using, I, can't, I just can't face going back to MetaMask. So are you suggesting that I could somehow sell those assets and then bring them over to Terra as maybe UST using the XDeFi wallet? Is that, did I hear that correct? 
Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So basically, any chain that we support, okay, with the Wormall integration and then Paraswap and OpenOcean that we're working on right now as well, you'll basically be able to exchange pretty much any assets on any chain uh, with CW20 assets. And I, th- I think I think that's that's what's interesting, right? Like if you already have like Polygon assets, like in the next two weeks, you're going to be able to swap them directly against like CW20, whatever they are. Uh, because we have Astroport and, and, and TerraSwap also that is coming. So, so that, that, that's pretty compelling, right? Because you don't have to use two different wallets. You don't have to deal with uh, uh, storing safely two different seed phrases. So it's better for you because if you're someone that recently joined, it's always a little bit complicated to understand how to optimize your OPSEC. With XDeFi wallet, you basically just have one seed phrase. You don't have to deal with several. And at the same time, from a, a, a UX perspective, you don't have to, you know, like, uh, uh, again, deal with different wallets to look at your different balances. You don't have to manually, like, reconcile, like, all your different balances. You don't have to use different interfaces or different wallets to swap and bridge. Everything is in one single place. Yep, definitely. I mean, the, the, when you describe it like that, it does make a lot of sense. When I, when I set up my first test XDeFi wallet, I just set it up, got a seed phrase, um, put a little bit of UST and Luna in there just so I could kind of experiment. Is is there like ledger integration with the XDeFi? Yeah, correct. So we have uh, ledger support for Ethereum, Bitcoin, uh, Torchain, Terra, Polygon, Avalanche, Binance Smart Chain. What else? I think that's pretty much it for now. And every time we're adding a chain, like we're trying to add like a, a support with ledger. Treasure will come as well uh, when the time is right. Uh, it's not there yet, but yeah, uh, um, we, we we always have Ledger. I think it's important to to think, you know, like the extension client as a client by nature isn't the safest in the world. And there is nothing really that you can do about it. Like uh, when you create such a product, whether you're Terra Station Phantom, like MetaMask or, or XDeFi Wallet. So we always recommend people to use, if they have like a large amounts of money, uh, a, a Ledger. I think this is very important. Now, I think Ledger for a new joiner is obviously like, not the best uh, uh, tool when it comes uh, to the UX experience. I mean, it's not, it's obviously like it's, if, if I'm trying to onboard my mom or my, or my grandmom, I mean, like I'm definitely not going to have like an easy time explaining how to use Ledger, how to go on Ledger Live, how to create a new app, how to plug and unplug everywhere I want to use a different chain. It's, it's an issue, right? So mm. what we're working on for a little while now is basically a non-custodial 2FA. People are used to, uh, uh, you know, 2FA authentication. This is something that they've used, like with the Google Authenticator, for instance, and for plenty of different DApps, even with the current banking system. So that that's what we're building right now, and hopefully that this is going to improve the overall like multi-chain UX. And at the same time, uh, it's not going to compromise uh, in terms of security. So that, that's also something pretty important. With, with regards to XDeFi, one of the things that I found really exciting, I was watching a Danku R video. And he was over on Thorchain, or sorry, Thorswap. And it looked like he bought some native Bitcoin with UST. And I found that really exciting. What's, what's, what's the one thing that excites you the most about like, what you can do with XDeFi? Well, for me, it's the combination of obviously being wallet, right? I mean, the, the, the nature of XDeFi is basically allowing people to store their assets and sign transactions. Now, I think we are wallets, but we have uh, um, a multi-chain DEX slash bridge aggregator embedded within it. And this is something we've built ourselves. We're not relying on a, on a, on a third-party interface. So it's basically you have a multi-chain wallet plus Rango, for instance, uh, uh, which, which, which have created something like that like uh, on the web app. Except that like the UX is much better because you don't have to basically find Rango or any other bridges or any you know, like, uh, DEX interfaces. You have everything within your wallet. 
in less than 25 seconds, you can do a swap or, or bridge uh, uh, with any asset. You don't have to deal with connection signing issues. You don't have to deal with transaction signing pop-ups, which is quite important, especially if you're a trader and you're going to you know, make a lot of trades uh, or even like someone that is that has just started because like there is a degree of complexity of understanding how to connect to that. Um, so yeah, one-stop shop and combination of both being a multi-chain wallet that is permissionless and at the same time like allowing for a lot of different routes and covering a lot of different assets. To give you an idea, today, uh, uh, once I mean, once we have integrated Wormhole and um, and Parasop and OpenOcean, on top of uh, obviously Torchain and, and Astroport, we will basically like allow people to swap more than 10,000 assets, which is almost 80% of uh, all of the tokens that are listed on CoinGecko. To give you an idea, I think Binance has something between 350 and 400 assets, uh, pairs, sorry. So that, 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 that's many more than that, uh, which is uh, obviously like uh, quite compelling and, uh, and, uh, and it's always better to, to, to aggregate and have like the experience in, a, in one single uh, interface. 100%. Um, yeah, I mean, that's, that's crazy numbers. I'm kind of interested, like, because when, when we install XDeFi, we're, we're not like paying for it. We essentially just get to use it. Um, so where, I mean, how are you guys profiting from people using XDeFi? So essentially, the way the, the, the economic model works is, so right now it's completely free. Everything is free, including the swaps. Um, in the long run, like we're going to have like a really small fee like on top of swaps, a little bit like MetaMask is doing it. Said that MetaMask is taking like I think 0.87%. We're gonna take something between 0.25 and 0.3%, and that's gonna be convenience fee you pay to basically swap or bridge. Uh, now, 75% of um, uh, the fee generated within XDeFi wallets are gonna be generated basically like in BTC and ETH and whatever other native assets to uh, to uh, to pay transaction fees. 75% of the total of these fees is uh, is gonna be used basically to market buy XDeFi token and redistribute it to stakers. Uh, uh, as rewards and rebates on the fees that uh, they are experiencing uh, on the platform. So that's how it works. Basically, we generate uh, fees and we dis- re- redistribute to the stakers of XDeFi, uh, which was basically like the model that Delphi Digital designed for us. Wow, I didn't realize there was a hookup with Delphi Digital. It, that, that reminds me a little bit, or quite a lot actually, of the way like the PRISM value capture mechanism. Um, so I can imagine that as more people use XDeFi, that's just going to generate like more revenue, and then the price or the value of the XDeFi token will potentially or will in all likelihood go up. One thing I've noticed on um, Apollo, in fact, Astroport actually as well, they've got the LP, the XDeFi UST LP, which seems to be about two hundred percent APR right now. So that's definitely looking rather attractive and then I, w- I was looking at staking the XD- xdfi token is is it can we stake the cw20 token or does it have to be the ethereum version so if you want to single side stake uh, uh, uh xdfi token you have to basically stake the erc20 token if you want to uh, uh provide liquidity in the astro astroport pool obviously that's going to be the cw20 token and you can also participate to pylon because we also have a pool in pylon so uh, for now these are the two options for uh, the terra ecosystem single-sided staking is planned for later this year but it's not done yet obviously we need to remake the smart contract in rust and then we need to have it audited and that that, that takes a lot of time and as you can guess, like as we are managing and, and, and maintaining like a lot of different chains, as well as adding a lot of chains right now, we, we've just 
basically finished the integration for Solana, Phantom, Arbitrum, and Aurora, and Near actually. And Dodge is, is done. It's going to be released next week. Uh, it's a lot of basically indexers in the backend to basically create and so on. So the team is super busy, and um, and we, we we don't have the time just right now to create like a, a contract for for the CW20. Now it's been asked by the community a lot, and we're going to do it. But it, yeah, just need to to kind of mitigate expectations because it's going to take a bit of time. Cool, cool. So I'm just laughing a little bit. Your your accent sounds very European. And then sometimes you just bust out what seems to be like a kind of English phrase. Have you have you lived in England for a long period of time? <laughs> yeah, actually, I I, I spent uh, the last ten years uh, in the UK. And, ah, okay. Uh, yeah, oh, I'm yeah. French. I'm, I'm I'm half French, half Spanish. But um, yeah, I'm uh, <laughs> I've been living in the UK for ten years. Kind of feel like home now. So yeah, I guess that's why. Cool. Awesome. Well, I mean that's that's great news that there's going to be single sided staking sort of at some stage. Um, natively on Terra. I mean, to be honest, it's, it's when when the sort of the LP APYR is up at two hundred percent. That just makes it automatically kind of attractive. But <laughs> I mean, XDFI token, I think long term is is essentially or, or buying it now is like a bet on the XDFI team and the sort of proliferation of the XDFI wallet. Which, I mean, having used it a little bit myself, I'm I'm a fan of. So I think. If I was a betting man, not a not a financial advisor of any sort, but I think it's quite a good bet. Um, just to put a little bit into this LP right now, which is what I'll be doing um, at some stage over the next few days. Is there anything on your roadmap that you would like to share with the audience just now, or shall we open this up to questions? Yeah, uh, happy happy to um to to to, uh, to to speak a bit about it. Like we we have obviously all these new chains that are going to be integrated soon. All the work around the, the multi-chain DEX bridge aggregator uh, that I've mentioned as well just before. The non-custodial 2FA that will likely arrive like early Q3 takes a bit of a bit of time. The mobile app and the web app that we're currently working on. So you're going to have like a, a web app that is uh, going to be like basically the first iteration is going to be just the swaps. So you're going to have like a lot of real estate to basically perform your swap. Again, quite similar to Rango, except that it's directly connected to XDFI. And um, and then a lot of other stuff like we have TNS for 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 Terra users. It's been asked, so we're gonna we're gonna add TNS, uh, not this print, but the next one, and uh, and a few other stuff. Uh, Orion money is is basically done. It's in testing right now. So again, supporting UST that's gonna be released probably in the next two weeks, and a lot of other things like I mean improvements around the the UX UI um, that were needed for a little while, especially like uh, connecting to taps, uh, the send flow that is gonna be slightly different. And uh, yeah, that, that's pretty much it. It's already, it's already quite a lot. Uh, so we have a large team, but obviously it takes time to uh, to build something that scale and uh, and uh, yeah, and, and NFT stuff. There will be a lot of NFT stuff as well, like send and sell NFT directly from the wallet, etc. Oh wow, wow, absolutely. That sounds pretty pretty exciting. I would just like, even though we don't have a massive audience on right now, would the people that are here, if you've tried XDFi, would you be able to give us a purple heart just so we can see? Um, how many people are using it, or maybe not using it religiously, but who've who've tried it? Oh yeah, there's a few of us. Awesome, right? So yeah, if there's anyone on the call who has a question for Emil, feel free to request to come up. My colleague, Doctor Doscoin, who is on the Orbital Command account right now, he is a more experienced XDFI user than myself. Um, do you want to tell us about some of the things you've been doing? with the wallet, sir. 
Certainly. And uh, I'll just start this. Actually, no, I'll go with mine first because there's a, a question I was looking at from a uh, person on our comment section who wanted to know something. I'll ask that question in a moment. But as far as my experience goes, I use it predominantly just on ThorSwap. And for the most part, what I've what I've done over the last couple of weeks is I've used um, I've used it directly to buy room. So I'll just send my UST over to my uh, DeFi wallet, and then I will. Well, at first I was buying it uh, on ThorSwap, and then I noticed that there was just something happening. Oh, room seven sixty five. Might have to bag some more. Um, I noticed that uh, some of the swaps weren't available on ThorSwap but I could do them on uh, XDeFi. So it actually worked out really well for me in those instances. Um, and it's pretty seamless. I Look, I honestly had a, tr- uh, not tricky, but I had a different experience when I first jumped onto XDeFi, meaning uh, it wasn't as intuitive as I thought it was gonna be. And I, I figured out what it is. I know exactly um, what it is. And so I'll explain it for people who haven't used it before and can't see what I'm looking at. And then I'll run this by a meal and see if maybe if there's a, a workaround here. Because what happens is because I have multiple wallets, you know, I've got whatever, MetaMask, Phantom, Kepler, TerraStation, XDFi, et cetera. When I log into ThorSwap and I go to uh, the connect button and press the option or press that button, it'll come up and it'll say, cool, connect your XDFi wallet. And then under it will say connect TerraStation wallet. And when I first used it, obviously I was trying to uh, connect up my XDFi wallet. And whenever I do that, it wouldn't let me do it. And I was like, okay, what's something, what's, what's happening here? And it, it took me a little while to figure it out. But what I have to do is like a two part sequence where I connect, I press the connect Terra station button, which seems counterintuitive because I'm connecting my XDFi. And then it comes up and says, select a wallet and it gives me a few options and of course i've got an xdfi a terra station and the leak wallet and so then i choose which one out of those i want to use um and i just well one i think rather than ask why it's set up that way i think just from a user experience point of view it would make more sense on that first pop-up uh, this is to you emil when it pops up and says, you know, connect XDFi wallet, connect Terra Station wallet, connect, disable XDFi wallet, etc., it would make more sense to have it say, you know, connect like Terra Network and then have the Terra logo instead, or the Favicon or the Terra icon rather than the uh, Terra wallet satellite because that was that was throwing me off. And I almost like it was one of those, it was kind of a make or break for me. I was trying to use XDFi and the only reason – I stuck with it was because it was, that was my ticket to buying some rune. So just from the first user perspective, when I, when I first tried it, I really had some issues. Now that I understand that I just have to go through this little two-part process, I'm totally fine with it. I'm loving the experience. But just as an initial entry point, I think that's something worth um, checking out. I'm just curious to hear your thoughts and views on that, Emil. Yeah, for sure. So this little pop-up, uh, as you said, is on the DAP side. So there was little, you know, that, that XDFi can do. Uh, it has to happen from the DAP. So we would basically need, like, uh, the, the Terra API to be updated and only show, like, Terra Network Wallet, for instance, and without having the branding of any specific wallet uh, on it. So that would need to happen on the end. It's not something that, like, we, uh, we, we, we have control over. Uh, right. The other thing is, yeah, so that, that, that's the thing, right? It's not something that we really have control over. Uh, gotcha. We can't do much. Uh, I think... 
now we own a lot of, of, of the dApps on Terra, I think more than 25, 25 um, uh, on, uh, with our logo and so on, uh, which is great for acquiring users. But obviously, like if you have two uh, uh, Terra wallets, you can potentially have conflict. So you have something like in the settings now, uh, I mean, for a little while now in the slide out menu, whereby you can prioritize and unprioritize XDeFi wallet. Uh, and so you won't have the conflict. The issue, for instance, with MetaMask is that uh, when you are trying to inject an EVM network into Windows Ethereum, well, basically, there will be like a conflict between the two wallets if you have two wallets installed on the same browser. And again, this, this is a feature of Ethereum itself, of Windows Ethereum. It's not something that we can fix ourselves. That, that happens on their end. Gotcha. So we, we created the prioritized uh, uh, XDeFi uh, for this reason. But it's not something that we really have control over, like at, at the XDFI wallet level. I would, the only real solution is to basically only use XDFI wallet. Yes, which I'd, <laughs> I'd, be, I'd be very open to that if I didn't have so much money, you know, tied up in my uh, Terra Station wallet that's tied up with my Anchor, you know, that, that's bonded in Anchor and, it, and all that sort of business. So it's like it's one of those so things where you can migrate now, like. Like you could already migrate with the seed phrase, and since like a release that we've done like a couple of hours ago, you can migrate with your private key in like literally two minutes. Oh, really? Uh, not even not even two minutes. Uh, to, from 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 Terra Station to XDFi Wallet, it's, it's really oh, well, that changes like everything. Yeah, it's like literally takes no time. That's awesome. Okay, well then I probably will do that because I was <laughs> I was thinking literally last night I was doing I was just you know playing around with a few different things on my wallets and. And I was like, man, it'd be so simple if I could just have everything in XDFi because obviously there's the one seed phrase and, you know, all the wallets are within that wallet. And I was like, yeah, because it, it can just get a bit fiddly jumping between wallets. So I would actually love that. That's that's really good to know. It's not it's not ideal. We, we haven't made the announcement yet, but it's going to be like uh, probably tomorrow morning we're going to make an announcement and uh, and talk about it. But like a lot, a lot of Terra users ask for it because they want to migrate. And basically, they only have like their seed phrase when they create a wallet on Terra Station. They just need to use a private key. Adding a private key feature is pretty easy if you only have one chain. If you have 12 chains, this is a totally different matter because mm -hmm. you basically need to, you know, like do a lot of things like a, on the client side to uh, allow for, for, for importing like private keys for any chain. Uh, uh, so that takes quite a lot of time to, 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 uh, to implement. And it's been released, like, as I said, literally a couple of hours ago. Sure. And how does just a quick question around that too. I've always had this, I've always wondered this. When you're importing a wallet, so for example, you do the same thing on uh, Kepler as well. When you're importing a wallet, where are the, how, how is the safety insured or enforced? Like, you know what I mean? Because typically with the scam sites or phishing sites, they'll have, uh, they'll be seeking for people to enter their seed phrases. And so the first time I ever imported the wallet, I was really apprehensive to do it because I was like, well, how do I know what the security measures are like within this wallet? I'm just curious to know, how does that work? So, I mean, like, so put, it, put simply, like if you have, you know, XDFI wallet installed and on the Chrome store, you can, you know, like you cannot really like uh, miss XDFI wallet. Like there, there was no like, uh, uh, you know, like a scam or like uh, uh, other XDFI wallet that is not XDFI wallet. Uh, if that ever happens, something that we report. But if you, basically click on the install XDFi wallet from the, the, the official account, like you're going to be downloading the real XDFi wallet. And when you import from XDFi wallet, you basically redirect it to a web app uh, that is XDFi wallet, right? It's not, it's not going to redirect you to, to, to any phishing site or whatever. 
Sure. Um, so you just need to make sure that like if you do so, like you launch it from within the wallet directly. Correct. And then, yeah, so that, that makes complete sense. But in addition to that, um, as far as, you know, because obviously it's like I, I, there's a trust and credibility that's built over time um, and there's uh, the more users that are on something tends to say like, and the, the length of time that they're on it for tends to suggest, okay, cool, there's no exploits happening, there's no hacks, there's no uh, rug pull activity happening. It's like what is, what's the mechanism for actually like, I'm assuming there's an encryption that's taking place, but then how is the encryption ensured that it's not going to be unencrypted? Well, I mean, it's not, I mean, like, I don't know if it's encrypted. It's, like it's more like it's, it's a wallet structure that is similar to any extension wallet. Same than like MetaMask or Phantom or, or, um, or, or Altera Station, really. Uh, it's stored on locally, basically on your computer. Uh, nothing is, you know, like uh, stored on external servers or whatever that we, that we manage ourselves. Right. The exact same. Yeah, it's the exact same like way of doing. But then, like again, as I said before, like wallet extension by nature. I mean, hot wallets in general by nature, and even worse, key store. Like it's 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 safe until a point. So if mm. you do have funds in your wallet, I'd say like more than three k or four k. My personal advice, and like I've built a wallet, right? I mean, we've built a wallet. Like I would use like a hardware wallet. And that, that's what I would use for myself. And that's what I'm always like saying to everyone that is using the wallet. If you have a bit of fun in a wallet, you should be using a hardware wallet. There is no excuse of not using it. It's not, it's cheap enough uh, uh, to actually like buy one and make sure that you have a proper OPSEC. It's, uh, it's, uh, it's important like to take like, like, you know, precautions as well, like not opening any emails, you know, uh, uh, not uh, always double checking like which website you're on when you like, you know, allowing interaction with a smart contract to, to check that this is the right website to check that like there was not infinite approval. It, it's all about like having a good uh, OPSEC. Now, I think that again, as I said, like what we're working on is the non-custodial 2FA. Once we have the mobile app, this is something that we're going to be able to enable. And I truly believe that this is going to be a groundbreaking feature for new joiners that do not necessarily have like a, a, a hardware wallet from day one and do not necessarily know how to use a hardware wallet either. So that, that is really going to make a difference from a security standpoint. Uh, but as it stands today, I would, I think it's better if you use hardware wallet if you have like large amounts of funds. Uh, because the extension as a client by nature, and there is nothing you can do about that, 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 that yeah. that's what it is. That actually, that's thank you for that rundown, by the way. And that prompts two two questions around one. I want to definitely know more about the, how the decentralized two uh, FA works, and two, obviously, education is a really key piece for people to exercise great safety practices and security practices. And one of the things that I have noticed is XDFI isn't just a wallet, and it's not just a token. You also do have an education section, um, and there's some incentives to do the education. Is that something that you can riff on for a moment? Yeah, of course. So. So right, we've created the XDeFi Academy that is like on the on xdefi.io on the main website, uh, where you can find like a tons of uh, different uh, articles. And uh, shout out to uh, Cygnus, who is actually like uh, listening right now. I can see you in the in the crowd uh, for uh, you know working on the videos and so on. So you have plenty of uh, of content, written content, video content that we worked on with the LPU University uh, uh, from Torchain whereby you understand like a bit more about Web3 in general, like about more about OPSEC and also about all of the features that you have within XDeFi Wallet. Now, that was the first step of us trying to, you know, uh, create what we call the, the learn to play mechanism. The next step is going to basically like create uh, these different campaigns that you will have from within the wallet and the web app. 
and you will have basically campaign one, which will be like to onboard like a new joiner and help you to understand how to make a transaction, how to create a new account, how to label it and so on, then get a reward. Then a second campaign that's going to be a bit more complicated in which you're going to have to basically like make swaps or uh, deposit some USD into Anchor from within the wallet, etc., and get a reward once you've completed these milestones. And then the third uh, uh, campaign that's more going to be like a, uh, the distribution campaign where we collaborate with DAP and we basically uh, allow people to understand what they can do with the wallets and the rest of the web tree. So the first stage is to make people understanding how to manage their OPSEC. The second is to make them understand like everything they can do with the wallet. And once they have this knowledge, once they have, you know, uh, um, uh, a, a good understanding of everything you can do with the tool, then basically like help them to understand how to connect with different interfaces. And uh, yeah, that, that, that's what we've worked on. Uh, it's not going to be released just now. Probably going to take like two, three months. But yeah, this, this, is, this is towards what we, uh, we, uh, we're working on. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. And just for anyone that might be listening that is missing that word, OPSEC just stands for uh, Operations Security, which is the process that identifies critical information to determine if friendly actions can be observed by enemy intelligence. Um, that is read directly off the internet. So hence why uh, that was a comprehensive answer there. Um, and the other part that I'll get you to answer before we maybe open the floor up to any questions is the decentralized 2FA. Um, yeah. Yes, please, sir, oh. do tell. So basically, we're using similar like uh, technology than uh, than uh, Torchain, which is TSS, ECS, uh, DSA, uh, whereby you basically like I'm going to put it in simpler terms, but let's say that you have your your private key is basically split across uh, two devices. So you have a, a part of the private key that is going to be like a, on your mobile app, another one that is going to be on the, um, the in the extension. So virtually, it's like almost impossible to compromise both at the same time, unless like the person is physically with you, you're being assaulted or whatever, which is the same if you have a hardware wallet, right? So you're splitting the key between two different devices. And when you sign transactions in the wallet, you basically need to confirm from within the mobile app. That, that's pretty much how it works. Like like a normal uh, uh, 2FA, except that it's decentralized and we're not like uh, uh, storing the, the, the keys uh, uh, on the next final server that we own. It's going to be like on the devices owned by the, the, the users. It's much yeah, more complicated okay. than that. Just trying to make it simpler. It's like Shamir Secret, whereby you have Treasure Signature System. Gotcha. Yeah, it seems very well thought out. Everything that you're doing, uh, you're, ex you're executing well. And now that I know what you said, you know, when you said before about how the, uh, I guess that minor obstacle on the entry is not actually on your side. It's more to do with the APIs from Terra Station and on the app side. Um, it seems like you guys are executing really, really well. So I'm, I'm in the same camp as, as Rebel. I think it's uh, you guys are going to do well in future. And so that actually leads me to a question that I had from a person on our comments, and this is the very first thing that I mentioned. Um, and he just wanted some cure. Yeah, Travis and Teddy wanted to know. So they said, I'm confused why this wallet has its own token. Why? Capital letters, why? <laughs> Curious to try though. It looks very aesthetically pleasing. So Teddy really wants to know why um, there is a token. Okay, so put simply, this is a discussion that we had with Delphi Digital when we first started and with other uh, you know, like, uh, partners that we have on early on. I think like a token is a great way to create a community, but it's also a great way to basically redistribute redistribute like uh, uh, the fees that you generate, right? Mm. So I think it's important to empower users. Users are you know what uh, make your products at the end of the day. Uh, uh, users under the product itself, which is the case with Web three company, Web two company like Facebook and, and and obviously like plenty of others that are sitting back the data and so on. Here 
we decided that the, the, the three-fourths of uh, uh, the fees are going to be to go back to the users one way or another. So that, that's a way to create like a, a redistribution like a, a mechanism to basically incentivize uh, users to use the products and uh, uh, you know take part to uh, uh, spreading the word about uh, about what we built. Um, and obviously they reap the benefit from that from getting rebates on the fees that they 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 pay when they use the product if they stake the token, but also getting additional rewards uh, um, that are uh, either in XDFI token or under the form of on and off chain packs such as uh, uh, customized uh, skins for your wallet, access to premium features, etc. Fantastic! Yeah, look, I've, I've certainly got a, a little stack of XDFI tokens uh, that I have contributed to this stage uh, for the seventy-five day period uh, for the two X there. Nice. So I'll be uh, I'll be probably stocking up some XDFI as well. I think that's all the questions I've got for the moment. I'd be happy to pass this mic back to Rebel um, and hear what the listeners have to say. Thanks, mate. Sure. Yeah. If we've got anyone who wants to come up, you are more than welcome. Emil, just in case I wasn't hearing clearly, you were saying Cygnus is on the call and I can see a, a goose kind of flying along. Is Cygnus who makes your short like two minute XD5 videos? Is that what you were saying? Yes, absolutely. Uh, Cygnus has a lot of different talents. He is not only the person that is Sing, almost single-handedly like uh, uh, managing the Discord and answering everyone 24-7. Um, so a real force here for, for us. And at the same time, he has good qualities when it comes to like creating like video content. So he, he, he's made a lot of them and, uh, and contributed like when uh, we did it with uh, also uh, an external provider who helped, up, like, helped us like uh, make professional video content. So yeah, uh, Cygnus uh, has been <laughs> very helpful when it comes to creating content and helping users. Obviously, he's really close from the users as uh, as he's speaking with them all the time uh, and helping them uh, troubleshoot some issues. So uh, yeah, he has a good understanding of like uh, what works, what doesn't, and uh, and how to teach. One hundred percent. Yeah, I mean, I used those videos myself when I was setting up my wallet. So yeah, they were brilliant and very useful. I loved the fact that they're so concise as well. Unlike myself, when I'm making videos, I tend to ramble a little bit, but they were just. <laughs> straight to the point like the information you need nothing else and it was yeah they're really good so thank you for sharing those signals i'm just having a look through no one is coming up with any questions at all for xd5 it was quite interesting you were saying um dr travis and teddy had that question they are they hold quite a nice galactic punk um so i knew exactly who they were when you read them out we've got kikinomics i'm gonna bring you up I keep saying Kiki, sorry, Kiki. So when you're connected, you can ask your question or comment to Emil. Hi, can you hear me? Yes, yes, we can, loud and clear. Okay, yeah, thanks. Yeah, um, I've been using XDFi for a bit now, really enjoying the experience. Um, but I'm really trying to replace my MetaMask and I'm using a few EVM chains on it. What are the challenges on bringing EVM chains to uh, XDFi? Because in MetaMask, you can just change RPC networks and sort of hop onto Harmony Network or Binance Smart Chain, et cetera. Um, yeah, could you say a few things about that, Emil, please? Absolutely, yeah. So I think, you know, at first when we started, there were not that many EVM chain, if, if any. Uh, at the time, Binance Smart Chain actually wasn't even created. Uh, so you would basically use the RPC custom to add like, I don't know, Coban network or, or testnet or whatever. Um, so, you know, uh, at first when we saw BSC and so on, uh, um, coming in and, and, and traction on this EVM network, 
we were like, okay, what is the main uh, problem that people are going to have like from a UX perspective when they have to add this network? Because they have to add them manually. So imagine someone that comes from uh, a really small exposure to, to blockchain and is on, on Binance chain, for instance, on, on Binance or, or, or Kraken and moves to non-custodial wallet and suddenly they have to, you know, care about like their security and their seed trades and so on and everything that like you have to do with, uh, with, uh, with non-custodial wallet, paying transaction fees, whatever it is, to add a custom RPC via the custom RPC. They've made it a bit simpler, but still like the take for us was to actually integrate everything natively. So it's there from the get-go. You don't have to go uh, on the interface and understand the steps uh, that are required to, to add a, a new chain or to add uh, a custom token and, and, and so on. Now, happens that like a lot of like uh, new EVM networks have popped out since then. So obviously, uh, uh, um, not having an RPC uh, uh, custom uh, option is kind of like limiting some users when it comes to exploring as many EVM networks as they want. So we've added a lot of them already. I mean, we have like BSC, Polygon, and Avalanche. We just added Arbitrum, Phantom, and Aurora. Okay, so that, that's going to be released like before the end of April, I think. We're finishing the indexes on that, like on the backend side, but like on the client side, it's already done. So obviously, it's going to cover like most of the people that are using like EVM networks. There are still some that are not really covered, such as like Gnosis Chain or, or Harmony, but we will cover them then like uh, in, uh, in, in May. And we're also going to add like an RPC custom afterwards. The only thing is that like adding an RPC custom at this stage is actually not a simple affair because we need to touch a lot of the wallet structure in, in the wallet. And that obviously takes time, takes a lot of testing, and uh, it's, uh, it's, it's quite cumbersome. So we're going to do it for sure in the long run. In the meantime, uh, we've decided that like the best way forward was to add the main ones. So we have four coming. And, uh, and uh, hopefully like it provides enough uh, access to, to different DVM chains uh, to the users that we have. But RPC Custom will come. For sure. Awesome. Thank you. That was a great question. Yeah, I agree. That's yeah. Really, really important. Um, I got a question actually now that I'm thinking about it is what, more, more of a statement really. I was on your website yesterday and I was quite surprised to see how big your team is. I didn't realize uh, that you had so many people working on XDFI. You got about 30 plus, if I'm not mistaken. Is that, is that right? Yeah, so I mean, the thing is that what, so when we first started, we were kind of like one of the, one of the very first, if not the first, like multi chain products, multi chain UI interface, like from, from the get go. And yeah. the, the main challenge that we had, obviously, there was like a lot of UX, UX challenges because like you need to abstract the concept of chain and, and that, that's something that like, you're kind of walking into uncharted territories because, you, you know, you don't really have like a benchmark. You don't have like another question, what that has done that before? But the biggest challenge was really like the infrastructure behind it. Like, how do you, how do you basically build a backend that scales supporting like an infinite number of chains? Um, the, 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 the biggest issue is you have a dog, right? <laughs> uh, so the, the biggest issue is... Uh, <laughs> I didn't realize my mic was on. Yeah, I do <laughs> I do have one, so I I I know this this uh, this uh, this sound. Uh, okay, so the the thing is that like uh, the blockchain APIs in general, they were not built to cater for uh, the multi-chain era. They just they were just were not. So when uh, uh, we started XDeFi and, and uh, up until now, like to scale XDeFi wallet, we basically had to combine seventeen different APIs. Now. That's not great from a developer experience. It's not great because you get like inconsistent response format. You get like 
you're basically getting rate limited. You have 17 different point of failures. That's really not good, right? So what we've decided to do is rather than like to, to, um, to kind of like rely on third-party providers that are like API vendors and, and do not necessarily like think as uh, uh, builders of, of, the, of the product that is actually interacting with the end user, we decided to actually build everything ourselves from an API point of view. So we've created our indexes for all the chains that we support and, and NFTs and so on. We've created like uh, um, a lot of different things that allow us to fetch metadata for a lot of, of, of plenty of different like uh, things that you can see like uh, within the wallet. So it takes a lot of time to do so. It's kind of like, it's kind of if I was telling you that like at the same time than building the, the, the UI interface of, of XDeFi, we, we basically building on the side like BitQuery or Covalent or not Alchemy, it's slightly different, but, but, but similar. So, so, so that, that's obviously like requires like a lot of people in the back end. Um, it's not integrated yet with the front end because like we're finishing the indexes as, 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 uh, as it goes, but it's almost there. And I think in the next two to three months, we're going to be able to integrate everything with GraphQL and, uh, and, uh, and, uh, and, the, and the front end. And then the wallet's going to be super performant, super sna snappy. Um, and that's obviously going to be like a, a massive competitive advantage for us. Uh, and we're looking forward to it. But that takes shit tons of time, as you, as you, as you can guess, because this is like a, a project in itself. 100%. Yeah, it sounds massive what you guys are doing. And um, yeah, look, I tip, I tip my hat to you. It seems like you've, I, you were only my radar, you were only on my radar for the first time, probably not even that long ago, like three, three months ago, four months ago. And um, yeah, it's amazing how far you are, how much progress you're already making. And it does sound like that you, uh, XDFI is going to end up being really the one-stop shop wallet for like for everyone. <laughs> so if you, uh, well, actually, there's a question for you. Long term, when you look ahead, you know, say three to five years, what do you sort of, what do you sort of hope for and what do you see happening for XDFI? God. <laughs> um, it's hard to tell five years from now. I mean, like in crypto, it's hard to tell six months from now. So I, I wouldn't be able to say. I think for me, DeFi is going to be bigger than CeFi. And I think that like if you can create like a wallet that scale and uh, that has everything that uh, the Web3 has to offer in one single interface, whether it's the extension, the, the web app or the mobile app, because we're building these two, then you kind of like are in the similar uh, situation than Coinbase, let's say but uh, permissionless. So that's a massive challenge. Uh, it takes a lot of time. You're going to see like wallets that only have fo a focus on, on a single blockchain that gather like a lot of traction along the, way, uh, along the way because it's obviously like pretty easy to only focus on one blockchain. Focusing on 12 is like, well, basically like this is 12 times harder. Uh, so, so it will take time, but I think we've already like a lot of, we've already done like a lot of the work and uh, I guess we're definitely going in the right direction. But it takes time. Um, so for me, it's more about like, where will we be in six months' time? Where will we be when we have Solana, Near, all the other EVM uh, uh, um, um, chains uh, added uh, to XDFi Wallet? And once we have like our backend fully integrated with the front end, that, that's really like what I'm looking forward to now. And I think that back then, we will obviously have already the web app and the mobile app. We'll have a suite of products that is pretty strong. And hopefully we'll be able to actually like displace a lot of the users that are currently using centralized venues uh, into the decentralized web. So that, 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 that's my, let's say, midterm. It's almost long term, six months from now for me in, 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 in crypto. So, yeah, hopefully we can like onboard as many users as we can from, from, from the centralized venues. And uh, that, 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 that's the main objective. 
Cool. Um, it's quite interesting how perspectives of what, what long term is change when we get into crypto. Um, but that that was one of the quotes of the evening, Emil. Thank you very much for sharing. DeFi is going to be bigger than CFI. Absolutely love that. Um, it's coming up to my bedtime quite soon, actually, to be brutally honest. So is there anything you would like to share as a closing sort of word or not word obviously but closing sentiment yeah look i mean like try, try xdefy wallet come to our discord you'll be super well received by cygnus or myself or another member of the team give some ideas try to be like constructive in your in, in your feedback and uh and try to help us like onboard new users gather feedback and you know this this is this is this is like a, a, an iterative process right like building a product such as the one we're building again we're walking into like Walking into uncharted territories, you can't expect expect to have everything right on the on the first iterations. But it's getting there, and obviously, it helps a lot for us to have early feedback and to have people like you know teaching others and and participating to the overall discussion that we have. And uh, and yeah, please try it. Give us your feedback, and um, and hopefully, like uh, we'll be able to implement all of them. Probably won't be able to, but at least we will take them into consideration. That will elevate the debate uh, when we discuss in, in products. Cool. Yeah, and I, I kind of echo those sentiments as well. If don't be scared to give XDFI a try. It's uh, I don't think it's a security risk. That was my sort of fear initially. Uh, one thing I really like about the Discord is it seems very organised. It's very clean and easy to navigate, which I like. And then obviously the videos are, are fantastic. So yeah, definitely worth checking out. Doctor, is there anything you would like to say before we shut this thing down? Yes, one thing, just one last question, and it's probably quick to easy, quick and easy to answer. It's just around obviously, if we've got all these wallets running through XDFI, you know, you've got your whatever, Thorchain and Terra and BSC and Avalanche and whatever it might be. Um, is there any circumstance, just again from a security standpoint, is there any circumstance where the XDFI wallet is not accessible and then people? don't have access to any of their funds and they can't reload those wallets anywhere else. I'm not sure to understand you. Like if you mean if XDFI wallet is being shut down, how will they be able to actually access um, other wallets, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, essentially, if you have your seed phrase, you can like interact with any other wallet, right? So if you have your seed phrase safely stored and tomorrow you don't have access to XDFI anymore, you'll be able to download, you know, like whatever, like a... Uh, uh, um, Station, MetaMask, Phantom, whatever, and basically restore your your, your wallet there. So it's right, just with that on the one. Blockchain. Gotcha, and it would just be with that one uh, XDFI wallet C phrase that Correct. would work on all. Of, oh, right, okay. Oh, that's even simpler. Correct. That's cool too. Yeah, oh, you've, that's you've, simple. You've, you've got me sold here, Emil. Don't you've done well? <laughs> cool, like that, that. That's good news. Uh, I appreciate it. <laughs> Awesome. Well, look, I think we'll wrap it up there, thereabouts. Um, I think we're, we'll be seeing you at Teradata Expo. Is that right? Sorry? I think we will we'll be seeing you at Teradata Expo. You're going to be there? Uh, I uh, Wait, nothing. Yes. No, so I won't be there because I mm -hmm. need to attend another conference. But the, we mm -hmm. will have like a Roma. Uh, who basically like uh, is the the one in charge of the Terra ecosystem and yes. our CEO Kevin, both of them. Gotcha. All right. Well, I look forward to meeting those guys, and I appreciate uh, you jumping on the call today. Any closing words, Rebel? 
I think that wraps it up. Yeah, so thank you very much for joining us, Emil, telling us a little bit more about the XDeFi project. Um, quite excited to jump into this LP. I do love a bit of um, DJ and <laughs> APY. So, yeah, I'm going to go for that. Um, thank you very much, Finn, for recording for us. Thanks to everyone for being here. Thanks to Cygnus for all his content as well. Um, it's a pleasure to you meet you virtually. Thanks very much. All right. Good night, guys. Bye. Thanks for checking out another episode of The Ether. That was the XDeFi AMA, hosted by Orbital Command, recorded on Monday, April 11th, 2022. This episode of The Ether was brought to you by Luart. Luart is the first gamified NFT platform built on the Terra network. Luart provides a seamless minting and trading experience, all while earning you rewards just for being a user. Be sure to follow them on Twitter and join the community in the Discord server for the most up-to-date news and announcements regarding all the hot new NFT launches, platform upgrades, and new projects hitting the secondary marketplace. Are you ready to put your helmet on and join the movement? Find out more at luart.io. This episode of the Ether was also brought to you by Intern Capital. Everyone knows interns make the world go round, so when it comes to picking out your interns, make sure you choose the best. The best you say, that's right, the best. And everyone knows all the best interns come from Intern Capital. Be sure to follow Intern Capital on Twitter and keep an eye out April 14th for the Intern FT Mint launching on One Planet. Links are in the show notes. And for more information, check out intern.capital. Be sure to follow Intern Capital on on Twitter for daily ship posts and stock tips. TerraSpaces appreciates the support from all our sponsors. For TerraSpaces.org, I'm Finn. Thanks for listening. Mutation. It is the key to our evolution. It has enabled us to evolve from a single-celled organism into the dominant species on the planet. This process is slow, normally taking thousands and thousands of years. But every few hundred millennia, Evolution leaps forward. Diving through the forest, looking for the door to the portal. Said it'll take me down a corridor. I'm ignoring the warning, storing importance. The cord looks sourced from ancient coordinates. Smells like musty mutants, trust me. I've been hunting bugs since the leaves started rustling. I must be getting close, yo, the scene is disgusting. Parasitic mutation, bleaching off the country. Grab a couple samples and defy their custody. Feeding gamma rays to the beast at peak velocity. Mutating awesomely. Pre-sado wanna me, taking off. All the scraps and beat them to the lottery Always evolving to defy the possibly These are the things that will scream you responsibly Feeling uneasy, these genes get them off of me I don't mean to trip it, am I mutating properly? We are the mutants We are the mutants We are the mutants We are the mutants Unlock the lab, it's time to do this Breathing getting heavy, I can feel it in my arms, but I can't stop now. Mutation. It's an art form, don't be alarmed. If you see me looking odd when I'm out on the farm, spinning crop circles in your yard, reaching the stars, need a way to get across. Got this little mutation, lets me hack key cards. Seen looking like it came out the first three saws, flexing like Rex when I mutate the precog. Leaders trying to research this genetic seesaw. Give me all the science and we'll leave you with the pre-slaw. Riders believe they bleed these endorsements, turning scientists into terror supporters gotta seize the spoils and release the spores it's time to forage through dna lore so sink it a swim silly alice take the pill and see we're all mad here taking over your facility we are the mutants we are the mutants
this. We are the mutants. We are the mutants. We are the mutants. Unlock the lab, it's time to do this. Terror spaces.